Welcome to Easier Movement, Happier Dogs. This is the podcast where you'll learn how you and your dog can feel better at any age. You'll learn how to reduce the effects of aging, arthritis, injury, and even anxiety so you and your dog can feel younger and lead happier, healthier, more active lives. I'm Mary DeBono, best-selling author and international teacher, and I'm so happy you're here. Now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome. Today I want to give you three simple things you can do to help your dog feel better right away. So whether you have a puppy, a middle-aged dog, or a senior citizen that might be struggling, these three simple things are something that can help your dog immediately feel better. So I'm sure you want that, right? So please stick around, listen to the episode. Appreciate you being here. So just to give you an idea of how powerful little things can be, let's think about a little scenario. Just say you come home and there's beautiful fresh flowers on your kitchen table. That's one scenario. Or say you're in a crowded grocery store and you're in a bit of a hurry and the person in front of you says, hey, why don't you go ahead ahead of me? I'm not in a rush. And so you do, you get a little extra time and that feels good. Or maybe a third scenario, you're out walking your dog and a stranger smiles at you and says, what a lovely dog you have. So I bet in all three of those situations, you felt immediately better. It's like your spirits got lifted a little bit. Maybe you had a little spring in your step after that. Just felt better. And why did you feel better? So if you think about it, most likely reason is because somebody paid attention to you. Somebody just went out of their way a little bit, took a little time, paid attention to something about you so that you felt valued, you felt good. And this is really important because our dogs love this idea too. In other words, they they crave our attention. And I'm not talking about just the attention we give them when we pet them in our usual way or do our usual routine. I mean, that's all great. But when we take that little extra step and we really pay attention, that is what they need. That is what they need. And what, and I'll explain as I explain each of these simple things you can do. You'll learn why that ability to pay attention to your dog and your dog to pay attention to you is so powerful, not only emotionally that you, you know, your dog feels better, maybe feels more valued if, if, if that, but that they, they can actually improve their body awareness and thus their mobility and coordination and balance potentially as well. So, so just like those simple thoughtful gestures lifted your mood, right? Improved your day. There's these three simple things you can do. So one of them is just a very simple, what I call scan with your hands. So say your dog is just relaxing. Your dog is just lying down. You can also do this with your dog sitting or standing up, but we're going to say your dog is lying down. And instead of just, you know, coming over and rubbing your dog's belly or something like that, which of course, nothing wrong with that, you just take a little more time, maybe a couple of minutes more, and you pay close attention. So you use your hands to actually just run them down your dog's body. And you really think about, like, I like to think that 
maybe you're a visitor from another planet or something, and you've never seen or felt a dog before. And so you have that curiosity. It's like like a child being super curious. And you have that, that, oh, you're like in awe and wonder. And when you pay that much attention, so you're just like you're running your hands down your dog, that level of attention that you're really feeling, like maybe you, you can pretend you're a sculptor and you want to do a sculpture of your dog. So you have to know like all the little nuances of the body, you know, the where the muscles are more developed, where they're less developed, you feel all the bones, you, you just feel all those little intricacies of the body. And when you pay that much attention, your dog's nervous system will start to pay attention to those areas as well. This is where the enhanced body awareness comes in. Okay, this is important. And I call it shared awareness. When you both get into that state, where your dog's nervous system is paying attention and your nervous system is paying attention to the same thing. It's a really powerful state to be in with your dog. That's what creates rapport. It can creates that connection. And this is the basis for really valuable communication. In other words, your ability to communicate with your dog, to pick up information about your dog and your dog to pick up information about you and to really listen to each other stems from this, this idea of this shared awareness. Your attention is both on the same thing. So this is a great way to do it. And because it's non-habitual, it's not like just petting the dog or, or scratching your dog's tummy, it gets the attention of the nervous system. So you start to develop that shared awareness. So it's very simple. You just think of running your hands down and you don't have to do the entire dog. Like maybe your dog is lying on her left side and you just do the right side right now. That's fine. That's fine. And you know, you run your hands down your dog's back, like all the places you can easily reach. And very importantly, where your dog is comfortable with your hands. So if there are places where your dog's a little shy or ticklish or anticipating something not good, you don't do it. And this isn't about grabbing body parts. You're not grabbing the leg. You're not trying to hold on to the paw or anything like that. You're just very gently running your hands down your dog with very clear intention to notice things. So you might notice, oh, wow, the muscles around the shoulder, maybe they're a little tight. Or maybe you notice that one side is more developed than the other. Pay special attention, by the way, to the two sides of the back and the hind legs and the shoulders too, because they can be quite different if the dog has been compensating. So even if your dog hasn't been limping or anything, if they've been using one side more than the other, it may show up in the muscle development, okay? These are all things you'll pick up from doing this. So that's a simple one. You can take as much time as you want. It could be two minutes or it could be 10 minutes or more. It's up to you, but that's a simple thing that can easily start to elevate your dog's day. Think of it that way. You get information, your dog gets information, and very importantly, you enter into that space of shared awareness. Super, super important. Help improve your dog's body awareness, etc. Okay, another one is similar, but a little bit different. And I call this tracing the bones. So for example, you can take your fingertips and just trace the bones of the face, 
very gently, like again, with this curiosity. So where the other one was, you're including the whole dog or as much as the dog as you want, but in other words, you're getting in soft tissue and muscles, things like that. This one now is thinking more about your dog's skeleton. So you're tracing the bones and you can choose how long to do this. Again, you only touch places where your dog is comfortable with you touching, but you certainly, you know, if your dog is comfortable, you can trace all along the, the bones of the face. You can trace along each shoulder blade, right down each leg. Think about feeling each bone of the paws, like really get familiar with your dog's skeleton. These also doing these things will help you be so familiar with your dog that if something is amiss, you'll notice right away and then you can consult your vet about it. So you'll start to really be that attentive. So you can run your hands down very gently. Of course, all this is very gentle down your dog's spine and feel, feel the nuances of the spine. In my book, Grow Young With Your Dog, I talk about this and I have a skeletal illustration so you can see all the bony places, but you can easily get an image of a, of a dog's skeleton off the internet or something to give you a guide if you want to really see. And I suggest you do that. So if you don't have my book, Grow Young With Your Dog, go grab an image off of uh, the internet if it's available to you. And really like, and maybe even print it out. I encourage people to do that, that get my book to print out that image or have the book open while they're doing this so that they, they know what they're touching. It gives you a better sense. It's like you can start to hallucinate or visualize the your dog's skeleton. And so again, having that level of detail, like being that attentive to the bones. Think about if somebody was just tracing the bones of your hand, right? If you do that, if you just go ahead and do that with yourself, if, you, if you're not driving or something, and you start tracing down the bones of your hand, right away, you, you become more aware of where you're touching because that's a non-habitual thing to be touched like that. And, you know, you could even maybe pick up that finger you were just tracing down the line of and kind of wiggle it a little bit, right? And feel that you become much more aware then of that finger. So now when you use your hand, there's a, there's a higher level of awareness there. And of course, you can do that with all the fingers of both hands. You could do it to your feet. This is how you can improve body awareness. So this works for you too. I'd encourage you to do it for yourself too, is to trace the bones, you know, on yourself as much as you can. But definitely the hands and the feet, those are really good ones. With the dog, I would encourage you to do wherever your dog is comfortable with you touching. Again, you get into that space of shared awareness. Improve your dog's body awareness, improve your ability to connect with your dog, to bond more deeply, all good stuff. Okay, then the last one is something I call connected breathing. I talk about this in my book. I explain a story of how um, I developed this approach and how powerful it is. And you can also get, I'll give you, I'll give you the basis for it right here in this podcast. But if you want to take a deeper dive and see the video and all that, you can go to marydebono.com forward slash dog and it's totally free. And you'll get a video where I'm actually demonstrating it. 
But basically what you want to do is just, again, we're going to assume your dog is lying quietly on his or her side. You could also do this if they're lying on their chest like a sphinx or sitting or even standing. But most of the time it's easiest to do while they're lying down. They're more relaxed. And you just have your hands on their rib cage and listen to their breath. And when I say listen, I mean listen through your hands. Well, listen with all your senses, but uh, primarily it's with your hands. You're not trying to influence their breath. At this point, you're just listening. And really pay attention so your hands are super light. You don't have to breathe at the same rate as your dog or anything like that but you start to pay attention. And then in my book, I go through a whole process where I taught you there's actually a meditation I do with the dog. So you can do with your dog that that brings up a lot of uh, wonderful feelings of gratitude for your dog. Okay, it's really fun. It's puts you both in this very calm state. But as far as a simple, easy thing to do right, right away, put your hands on your dog's rib cage if they're comfortable with that. And just feel the breath. And maybe, you know, you can do a little bit in one place and move your hands a little bit. Now, if you have a tiny dog, like a really small chihuahua or something like that, you still can do it. You can have one hand on the rib cage, maybe one hand on the hip. And that's another thing. I like to do that once I have, say, you're working with a medium size or larger dog, you can put both hands on the rib cage. And then after a little while, move one to another part, maybe to the back or the pelvis. That helps connect those places neurologically and bring, again, this level of more awareness there. Okay, so it's a really lovely thing to do. And again, in my book, Grow Young With Your Dog, I go more into detail about why this is so powerful and how it can be such a good reset for the dog's nervous system. Matter of fact, I'll tell you one quick story about it right now. So uh, there was a woman with a, a little terrier mix named Zoe. And the woman's name is Natalie. And she happened to come to um, a live presentation I was giving a few years ago. And she's a physical therapist. She's a really talented physical therapist up in LA. I was doing this event up in LA. Turns out she had a dog. She has a dog named Zoe who had hip surgery. And it's a hip surgery that's commonly done. It's an FHO, they call it, where they, they remove the femoral head. And Usually, especially small dogs, and she's a fairly small dog, they recover very quickly and go on to use the leg normally. But little Zoe wasn't. She refused to use the leg. It, it, she just couldn't do it. And they were taking her to canine rehab. She was doing swim therapy, all this stuff. And she wasn't using the leg. So she got, so Natalie got my book. And she read about connected breathing. And I also, when you get the book, there's videos and audios that are exclusive to the book that you get for free. And like I give you the website that you go to and you get all this stuff. So she went ahead and followed along. And what was really amazing was because this connected breathing can be such an incredible like reboot or reset to the system. Once she did it, Zoe got up and started using the leg. It was like miraculous. Now, I have an explanation for that. It's 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 not like a woo-woo thing. It's because Zoe, like a lot of dogs, when they have an injury, because she needed the surgery because she injured the leg, but the surgery itself is a trauma. The injury is a trauma. When you have any kind of trauma, 
the body often like gets into a situation where it's like the rhythm inside is disrupted. Like everything is in a protective mode. It's like there's a level of anxiety in the nervous system. Even if outwardly the dog seems calm, there's a level of anxiety and protection in the nervous system. And what connected breathing can do, and again, it's that it depends on your level of attention. Like if you're watching TV or trying to talk to someone on your phone while you're doing this, it's not going to work the same. It's that ability to attend to your dog and for them then to attend back to you, that shared awareness, right? You're both, your attention is both on the same thing. And Natalie was able to do this brilliantly and it allowed Zoe, her dog, to have this reset, to come into a place of, oh, I can breathe more fully, right? That calms the nervous system. And suddenly she felt confident to use the leg that was repaired and she's fine. And there's even a video, I have a link somewhere on my YouTube channel or something. I'll I'll try to link to that in the show notes where she's running around doing zoomies and stuff. And here's a fun fact. Later on, Zoe went on to actually to be in a, in a music video because they live in LA, right? So these things happen. She actually was in someone's music video, the dog, which is really pretty cool. She's totally fine. So that's just one example of how this something simple like connected breathing can really make a big difference to your dog. So, and I've had other people use it for end of life um, things where there's serious issues, even serious issues with breathing, and it really helps the dog be calm, helps the, helps you be calm as well, really quiets the nervous system. And I just feel it just elevates your day. Again, you get into that space of shared awareness, rapport, real deep bonding. So really, really good to do. So all these things, when you again, when you have that quality of attention on your dog, and it's in a way that promotes the attention back to you. In other words, it's non-habitual, it's gentle, it feels interesting to the dog and safe, then that's improving your dog's body awareness. So you're improving their well-being, but you're also improving their physical state. So it's not just emotional well-being, I should say, it's also physicality. You're improving how they can move, how they can balance, how they can coordinate their movement. So Think about these three things. You don't have to do all three, you know, certainly in one day or anything, but, you know, just periodically, maybe, maybe today you do the scan. Tomorrow, maybe you do the tracing the bones. Maybe another day you do connected breathing, or you can do all three, either at this, you know, one after another or at different times. It doesn't matter. It's just there are very simple, easy ways to help your dog feel better. And you'll find that it'll elevate your day as well. So you can turn an ordinary day into something extraordinary for both you and your dog. And then I think you'll feel real value in knowing that you're providing this for your dog. You're helping your dog in this very, very meaningful way. So we always love, right, when we know we're helping our dogs, we give them good food, we give them good exercise, we do all the things to help them live a happy, long, active life. And these are simple things you can just kind of weave into your day um, that can do that and it'll help both of you. Okay, so 
If you have any um, any questions about this, feel free to email me, mary at marydebono.com. I love hearing from you. And go ahead and make your love tangible. In other words, these are things, we all love our dogs, right? These are things you can do to help your dog right now to feel better. So thank you so much for joining me. I love sharing this with you and I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Easier Movement, Happier Dogs. Now, have you grabbed your free canine masterclass yet? It's a series of videos that can help you and your dog have greater mobility and vitality. All you have to do is go to marydebono.com forward slash dog. That's marydebono.com forward slash dog. Thank you again for being here. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye for now.